welcome welcome back to the mind of monty podcast with your hosts monty g and imo today we've got an interesting podcast to bring to you after a little break yeah uh, a substitution i guess a little little time off a little little breath of fresh air after doing this consistently week after week but uh, like you said, we're back. Uh, we have a lot of stuff to run down, so I'm not going to waste much time with the pleasant trees. Uh, I do appreciate everyone for joining us back here for another edition. Uh, but I'm going to start the rumors are rumors segment. As you, if you don't know, now you know. Uh, you know, a lot of he say she say goes on when it comes to a lot of different things. But this this is you know purely wrestling related. But uh, there are they are only rumors, so keep that in mind. Uh, the Observer says that FTR versus the Young Bucks for all the tag belts was never the plan. Uh, partly because AEW doesn't control the booking of AAA and IWGP's tag belts. And partly because uh, it's another major angle plan for the Bucks coming up. So uh, for anyone who was wondering why uh, the Bucks would drop their tag belts. By the way, I didn't get a chance to congratulate them last week. Congratulations to... You know, I don't want to say swerving out of glory. I don't like that, but swerving Lee, good, great job, guy, great job, new champs. But uh, yeah, uh, that's the reason why that the Bucks' latest reign did not end uh, with a big FTR match, like a lot of people thought. So they have other plans, which makes sense, uh, and they do not have control over the other promotions uh, like AAA and IWGP uh, when, and New Japan when it comes to the IWGP tag title. So. Uh, you know, makes sense. Uh, during uh, an interview on True Geordie podcast, Chris Jericho mentioned uh, AEW wrestler Santana will be out eight months after his gruesome knee injury at Blood and Guts. So we wish him nothing but the best. That sucks to hear, but it was, uh, from all accounts, a really, really bad-looking uh, knee situation. So. Uh, eight months sound actually generous based on what I originally heard. You know, I thought it was uh, possibly, uh, you know, even longer. So, wish me nothing but the best in recovery. Uh, Io Shirai has been seen training at the Performance Center again. And uh, Wrestling Observer says her goal uh, when she was brought to WWE was to reach the main roster. So, she'd likely stay if they offered a main roster deal. So, I don't know if uh, anything has been progressed uh, when it comes to that story, but I do know Eoshi Rai definitely uh, was not happy with. I, I want to say particularly something Melsa said, but I guess all these reports talking about how you know she wanted to leave and you know all of this stuff. She just basically just said she hate rumors and put like a sick emoji. So even Eo is sick of everybody acting like they know what's going on. Uh, like I mentioned, these are all just rumors. Most people just ain't got nothing else to do in the wrestling community, so that's all we do is speculate. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we haven't seen her in a while, even though I knew EO was hurt. So I never really thought that she was already gone. But, I, you know, with all the people in and out of NXT, I don't blame anybody for just assuming, oh, wow, I haven't seen her in a while. She was very important uh, when black when the black and gold brand was prominent. Now 2.0 is happening, and she, you know, she hasn't been around as much as time has went on. But uh, we'll see. Hopefully it definitely is the main roster future for EO Shirai. I, don't th- I think they're, they would be really missing it. And with some stuff that I'm going to talk about later going on uh, when it comes to a lot of decision-making in WWE now, I think uh, maybe the, the future can be bright when it comes to people like Io Shirai. But we'll see, of course. And uh, But they, they said likely she would stay if offered a main roster deal. So if I was WWE, 
I would get on that because I would offer your contract with a blank check. Like uh, you miss, I promise you, you will be missing out on a very special talent if you do would not pay for pay her for you know for her talents. Anyway, it's not confirmed uh, he will appear on the show. He will appear on the show. Uh, come here is a new word that I just made up in my mind on accident. It's because I'm talking to myself. You have nothing to say about any of these rumors. I have a lot. Are you even here? I am definitely here. I kind of opened up the show. It's not a pre-recorded intro. But you haven't said anything since. So I'm, I mean, I have to. I have to. I have to ask. I'm actively suppressing a cough. I'm sorry, but I agree. Eo should definitely maintain her position where she is. We all knew she was injured, but it's it's good to know that she sees it like we see it, and it's like, come on now. Let me just rehab. Stop putting words in my mouth. Or just because you see all of these clips, because I've been wrestling for 10 years now, or however long, don't mean that I'm just going to up and leave and go somewhere. Well, it's not even just that. It's just more so about having a future. If they're going to continue to just say they want her to just teach the newer generation in NXT, then she's leaving. I think that's the thing. I think I I think that's the part that's unspoken. And that's why I say WWE would just be stupid if they didn't offer her a main roster opportunity. I think as far as NXT, her story is told there. She's one of the greatest, if not the greatest uh, women in NXT history. So, uh, yeah, hopefully uh, whatever next for her, uh, it is. if it is on the main roster, cool. If not, we'll see. It could be anywhere now. Uh, it's, it's that wide open. But what I was trying to say, it was it, is not, has, it has not been confirmed that he will appear on the show. But Fightful says that WWE is bringing Edge in to New York for next Monday's Raw at Madison Square Garden. Do with that what you will, people. Dave Meltzer reported, Ric Flair suffered a foot injury. Uh, it's not bad enough to keep him out of that last match if he's on July 31st. If he's suffering from injuries. I mean, he's supposed to. Like, preparing for the match? That doesn't. <laughs> I'm not surprised. That yeah. doesn't bode well. He was just in the hospital, like, two weeks ago, last I'm week, assuming this like is that. what Meltzer was talking about. That wasn't a foot injury. Old know. girl would not come for a foot know. injury. Who knows? Maybe, maybe. He was posted up like it First was of all, any fan. surgery, once you're at a certain age, everybody got to come. <laughs> everybody got to show up. But. <laughs> not really, but I'm just saying, everybody probably should if they worried about. <laughs> but no, you're right. I understand what you're saying. It may not be the same thing. Either way it goes, he will fight July 31st. So, uh, yeah. That, that poster, by the way, please go watch. Go look at the last match poster, one of the most random and confusing pay-per-view poses I've ever seen in my life. Uh, but very, very uh, hilarious, unintentionally entertaining, but possibly what they intended there. Uh, for some reason, Ric Flair's laid out <laughs> like a poor, like, like he's, I don't even like want to say it. Like but anyway, yeah. He's not long for this world. Yeah, he's hurt. He's obviously just, he's laying in Jeff Jarrett's arm. I can't tell if Jeff Jarrett's supposed to be Holding him like mourning him, yeah, mourning or did he was he you know the murderer? Why yeah, was there so much? I'm assuming blood? he's the murderer because they're on the opposite ends of the. That ain't how he was team, cradling. But him. who knows? Yeah, it's one of the most confusing but hilarious posters I've ever seen in my life. But on his podcast, I want to talk about this because this is so. I'm not surprised at all. This does not surprise me. This this is one of those news stories. That this is one of those things you see, rumors or whatever. But I can't even say this is a rumor because this is on his podcast from that man himself. Mm-hmm. So, uh, anyway, Kurt Angle confirmed rumors 
that both of his ruthless and gr- ruthless aggression program with Booker T and Sean Mayo, which if you know, you know, mm-hmm. Kurt said some pretty, yeah, he said some stuff. Uh, and the recent anger where Jason Jordan was revealed to be his son were ribs. Vince McMahon turned into storylines after Vince caught wind that Angle dated a couple of African-American women is, in the past. Why is that phrase like it was a bad thing? Like, <laughs> what I have, well, it's after he caught wind. How caught do you wind. catch wind that somebody dated different? Oh, Kurt liked him black, huh? Oh, that's what, that's the only way I assumed. Was like, oh, he found it out. And on a whim, he started, mm. Time to and then it, fetishize it, it, these it turned, women yeah. in, in these storylines. If you know, you know. It turned into what And now he has a, uh, has a mixed child uh, out of nowhere, randomly. Wait, what happened to Jason? Producer Jason. Yeah, How you doing, Jason? Yeah, he got injured, and then they didn't want to get sued. How so you doing, Jay? Anyway. Have a yeah. job. I, I just had to talk about that because that's exactly what it felt like. Or sound like it just seems like that. Like that explains it now because it had no other purpose. The stuff he was saying to Charmel it had no other purpose other than somebody wanted to make him look crazy. And that's what that's really what it is. You talking about why they phrase like a bad thing? That's what it is. Like why is it a real? Why do you get real for dating black women? It's because right. that ain't that's abnormal to Vince or not supposed to be. Apparently, it based off. I have nothing else to go off of but what he made him do. And what he made him do was cringe worthy and, and like disgusting. Yeah. That's... It never made sense. They didn't even give you a they didn't even put bring a a, a model uh that to act like they was Jason Jordan's mom. <laughs> just pop him up with the kid who's obviously black. It just let Kurt. Yeah. Uh, I didn't even think about how egregious the Jason Jordan one until it was put in the and same yeah, seat as together. the Charmel one. I didn't even think about that. But anyway. There were other, yeah. yeah. Yeah, they didn't even have to go that route. We know. We trust me. That was very unnecessary then. But that's my point. Like, if you think about how unnecessary both storylines or how far both storylines went and just how unnecessary they were. Oh, it didn't have to be like that. It I makes agree. a lot of sense that, that it ended up being a real, at least from Kurt Angle's uh, explanation. Bailey is scheduled to be in Nashville for SummerSlam later this month. That's great. Awesome. Everyone is looking for Bailey. If that's, if she will show up on the show, we'll see. If she'll show up after the show, we'll see. Who knows? But shout out to Bailey. Much love over here from the Mind of Monty podcast, of course. Sticking with Insider, they say WSJ, who have been all over that Vince McMahon hush money store, are still pursuing more. <laughs> have been trying to get in touch with former WWE performers. So they're not letting that go. Uh, I really wanted to write. I had to jot that down because I, when I read, I'm like, okay, this is not going away. Damn. <laughs> and that will connect, by the way, into the, uh, a story I got a little bit later because, uh, like I said, this is not going away. And I mentioned this when, we, when this story very dropped, when it very first dropped, when it came to Vince. I'm like, if this stuff goes away, nothing happens, nothing changes. But if it continues to just pop up week after week after week, after week. or a different story comes out or whatever it is, if it just keeps going, uh, yeah, it's going to be something that was uh, unavoidable. Uh, also, other mainstream media outlets are working on stories, notably Real Sports with Brian Gumble. Brian Gumble is getting Whoa. in on the reporting uh, when it comes to Vince McMahon. They've been waiting. Uh, Spiteful says, they are, yes, they've, this, is, this has been in the works. They've been ready to take this man this, down for a while now. This is the equivalent of a Rico. In a, or at least, yeah, this is like the entertainer slash, like, you know, notable figure 
Like we're getting back to that. I'm not. I don't want to necessarily compare it to, uh, you know, like the Epstein's or whatever. But you see what I'm saying? It's kind of like yeah. to that it's, degree. You know, of it all all right, we have a lot of stuff building up against you. It's just like a Rico case in that element. Yes. Because we have all years and years of stuff that we, you thought we were just letting go to the wayside, but honestly, we just been saving been it over here in this file. It yeah. All, it <laughs> just all started right with here. Linda. Linda, when she was on that cabinet and. Now she out oh here stealing goodness. company secrets. You blaming Linda? Okay. She had well, something to do with it. She, she I, I'm a not getting important into that. person now. Somebody definitely talking. His secrets are everywhere. I think that might be why he is trying to step back. We'll see. Uh, say, uh, But anyway, Fightful says there's no plans to stop using Ortiz with Santana out injured. Uh, nine months. Uh, and I figured that, especially with everyone saying that Ortiz and Santana hate each other all of a sudden. Uh, so who knows? Uh, for what is worth, despite speculation, WWE could use Cora J's action on Tuesday, which was when Cora J got rid of the tag belt, threw one in the trash, I believe, or whatever, vacated her belt so she can beef with uh, Roxanne, who, whatever. If you watch NXT, you, you probably have already seen the clip. If not, check it out. Anyway, it goes. Uh, after Cora J did that, people were you know, thinking this may be a way to phase out those tag belts, but the company still lists the NXT Tag Women's Championships on their website with Roxanne Perez next to how, vacant, the greatest title holder in WWE history. How do you vacant? Also, the current holder of the current women's tag team champions on the main roster, vacant. He hmm. is a legend. Shout out to vacant. How do you hmm? vacate one half of a tag title? Like, what's gonna happen? They have do do people compete to be her partner? No, vacant is her partner. <laughs> Do, do people compete to be her partner and then automatically get awarded the tag title? Like, how does that work? No, the character of vacant is no. That's partner. no. That's get get off of Twitter. Like seriously, vacant. Oh my god, you just refuse. Continue for for whatever it's worth. Uh, Bet online said all champions are currently favored to retain their titles at SummerSlam. So for what it's worth. Fife mm. Select says talent uh talk that the talent that they've talked to have heard nothing from anyone in WWE about the tag title tournament, the women's tag title so tournament they, that I mentioned so earlier. Fifo so like I said, Vic, Vacant is still the champions of the tag titles, the women's tag title. Yeah, but they've heard nothing about that tournament because I told you ever since they announced it, it never existed. It was just because they're gone. <laughs> they just needed to put something up there. They just need to say something to explain, you know. Uh, in a way at the moment but they had no plans you could just tell because they never followed up on that and uh, it was previously announced uh, they, they previously announced they were going to crown new tag champions with this tournament of course uh, but it's unclear what will happen with those belts now going forward uh, I think they're just going to go ahead and silently retire them until their roster is uh, <laughs> more uh, fleshed out when it comes to the women's division maybe a return then but uh, we'll see. We'll see. We'll see what happens. We'll keep an eye on that. But as of right now, I think they have definitely faded into the background. Uh, they, they Andrew Zarian pointed out that SummerSlam was listed with a TV 14 rating on Peacock yesterday afternoon. But as of just writing, it's been switched back to TV PG. Oh, uh, much okay. like my YouTube video, the Lowest Ladies video, if you watched. Everybody, if by now, I'm pretty sure you've seen that I was telling, you know, yeah. It's supposed to be PG. They well, they, the they pulled it. Yeah. They can't. They, yeah. Not not happening. And it's not happening yet. We'll see what happens going forward with a lot of the news going on now. I don't know what's about to happen, but let's keep going. 
Uh, we got another headline from Melter who indicated that AEW is hoping to have CM Punk, Kenny Omega, and Brian Danielson all back from injury in time for All Out. That's just that's what they're hoping. If they get that, I think that'll be a pretty, you know, that's already a very, very strong all-out club. I mean, card plus what they already have. Look at my face. Well, you people can't see my face. Mm-hmm. But it's a face of disbelief. You like, don't think Danielson, Omega, and Punk? Omega can, might, may still have time. Omega's had multiple things going on. You can hope <laughs> yeah, all you exactly. want. Exactly. That's all this is is hope. That doesn't mean any of this. Like, you can make plans too, but that don't mean the plans are going to work out. Exactly. So I want to go ahead and cover a few little uh, headlines to, you know, quickly here. Uh, let's just go ahead and get it out the way. Triple H is assuming his role of WWE VP, WWE EVP of talent relations. So he's uh, going back basically uh, into into Laura Nida's position, basically where where, where Pritchard has been, you know, kind of took over as interim since Laura Nida was placed. And like a lot of people just basically said, this means uh, Laura Nida is. Probably finished with the company, and uh, you know some people been calling him Snake backstage, and uh, now they're saying Pritchard is done with talent relations, even though they say he did better than they thought he would do in the role while while being in creative also. So Pritchard is going to go straight to just doing creative stuff. Uh, Paul is going to go, or uh, Triple H is going to be right back in talent relations, doing what he uh, was doing. But people do know that their hiring practices have still changed, so. Again, highlight that, that that doesn't mean Triple H is probably going to go after the guys or the, the, a lot of the people that he went after when he was assuming this role years ago. You know, so uh, we'll see. We'll see what happens with him in that position. Uh, but it was definitely something I wanted to talk about because it was one of the uh, big stories that everyone wanted to talk about earlier today. <laughs> uh, so, but let's just go ahead and get into this. The story that prompted me to get up and just get into this because we really, I really wanted to talk about it. Uh, in a tweet of all things, <laughs> like he tweeted it or WWE he tweet, tweeted this is it. from Vince. Tweet you go right to his Twitter right now. Vince McMahon tweeted it out. Uh, let me read the tweet first and foremost, and I'm gonna read a statement that he uh, that he put out too. Or at least I might try to read part of it. But anyway, at 77, time for me to retire is what he tweeted. Thank you, WWE Universe. Then now forever together. And honestly, when he came out and did that that promo, if he wouldn't have brought his butt back out there. <laughs> Every freaking time after that, that could have been a good just last time we saw you right there when you said that the first time about a month ago or whatever it feels like. But anyway, that's besides the point. Uh, you know, maybe he wanted the, pr- the, the the heat to die down a little bit, even though I don't think that's the case. I think this means a couple of things. Either one, the big guns are coming out. It's, it's getting bad. It's only getting worse yeah. as far as these accusations and all of that. And he wants to distance himself from the company as far as he possibly can. Uh, so he can just retire, go walk off into the sunset, you know, leave it into Stephen in them hand, or possibly silently He'll still run phone, it. Who knows? Yeah. You know, because he didn't mention anything about uh, people who've been eagle-eyed of his statement. Notice that he did not mention anything about his talent, uh, you know, uh, what he'll be doing creatively or anything. So maybe this really just means no more Vince McMahon on television. Like, uh, it, he'll just continue to just do things from behind the scenes, but – he wrote, as I approach 77 years old, I feel it's time for me to retire as chairman and CEO of WWE. Throughout the years, it's been a privilege to help WWE bring you joy, inspire you, thrill you, surprise you, and, and always entertain you. Uh, I want to thank my family for contributing to our success. I would also thank all our past and present superstars. 
Uh, that, that's all the corporate mumble jumble. More importantly, I like to thank the fans, you know, all that stuff. Deepest appreciation, admiration for our generations of all for all our generations of fans all over the world who have liked, currently like, and sometimes love our form of sports entertainment, stuff like that, you know. Our global audience can take comfort in knowing WWE will continue to entertain you with the same fervor, dedication, and passion as always. I am I'm extremely confident in the continued success of WWE because he's not going. He's right there. But anyway, I leave. <laughs> this is what he said though. That's not what he, he didn't say that part. He said this part. I leave our company in the capable hands of an extraordinary group of superstars, employees, and executives. In particular, both chairwoman and C and co CEO Stephanie McMahon and co CEO Nick Khan. As the majority shareholder, I will continue to support WWE, WWE in any way I can. Oh, as, yeah. as majority shareholder, I will continue to support WWE in any stocks. way I can. <laughs> My personal thanks to our community and business partners, shareholders, and board of directors for their guidance and support through the years, then, now, forever, together. Okay, I got I got through that. That was uh, I don't know. I, I hope I I hope that was decent enough reading for you guys. But anyway, that's the statement. Vince's uh, officially, at least uh, publicly. In my opinion, out of the out of the spotlight, out of the limelight, he's out of the picture. He's retired. Is legitimately legitimately his words from his tweet, his uh, statement. So, yeah, I don't necessarily know what to say other than you know, happy trails uh, because it's or I don't know about happy trails, but adios, see ya, arriva dirty. Like I just like I figured this because like I said, as time went on, if these stories and all the stuff that's coming out about Vince is gonna keep coming. Keep coming. It's, you know, it's only a matter of time. Uh, like I mentioned, I mentioned this also in my YouTube video about PG. That this is what a lot of people have been waiting for. Well, this is also what a lot of people have been waiting for. And there's a lot of a lot of possibilities going forward. But I do think that even though we see a lot of changes, a lot of things look like they're going to be different publicly and all that, we do need to give it time before we can see if anything creatively or anything uh you know, presentation-wise, show-wise, anything changes. What will, will this be the same old, you know, song and dance just without Vince notably being present? You know, that don't mean he won't be there. That don't mean he won't still be calling the shots. But without his imagery of knowing that this is the, is the old man behind all this madness, is anything going to actually be different? I think we need to, you know, give it time, and we need to see uh, what's going to actually change. Do you think what, – what do you think? you think – Online, do you think anything is going to change, or do you think this is just window dressing? They're just trying to keep well, Vince out of the limelight, so or at least try to uh, detach Vince McMahon from WWE while he continues to get dragged through the mud. You see what I'm trying oh, to say? He's going like, to get. He's because get I'm thinking, in my mud. opinion, it just feels like since it's just coming out of nowhere. He always talks about it. he's not he's not retiring. Like he's never going to retire. Now, like he's always been one of those I'm going to die in this chair type of type of people. So when you do this. It's not just because, oh, just, he didn't just realize he's 77. He was just no. in the ring at WrestleMania a few months ago. Yeah, he's... He didn't just realize that. It's not related to age. It's not related to health. If he could do this for the rest of his life, he would. And he still will, just not in the official capacity that we've known yeah. him to be in. Um, nothing is going to change because Nick Khan is a stooge. And... From the beginning, everything that we blame, Nick Khan was always the fall guy. We're like, oh, Nick Khan did this, Nick Khan did that. But no, Nick Khan took orders from someone, and that was Vince. He's going to continue to take those orders because he 
he is the majority shareholder. That means he has a lot of say. He has a lot of pull. Does this also mean that it's going to get really nasty? Will Vince go to court? Is this why he may be retiring? That's things that we need to think about. Like, cause well, it seems like he's gonna go to court. Well, some of those other those prior to hush monies and all that stuff, you know, I, uh, some of that stuff has already been settled. I don't know about they everything. They must have found something. But bad. that's what I'm saying. I think it has to be other things going on here, and like, maybe we're wrong. Maybe fraud. He's, he's just sick of it after going through all of this, and he's just nah. tired. But it's just hard for me to he's believe. He's been through other scandals. because yeah, exactly. He's always been there, and it's just. Hard for me to believe that he's giving this up now. All of a sudden, he just realized, oh, I'm 77. This is a good time to go. No. You know what I mean? That just doesn't sound right. I'm not buying it. But, hey, you know, let us know what you guys think about that as as time goes on. Email, you know, comments on YouTube because I'm definitely going to be uploading this. But, uh, yeah, just wanted to talk about that. You know, Vince McMahon, out of the door, retired. Can you believe it? But, anyway, on to it. Uh, next, next, but my last topic that I want to talk about is – uh, the G1. I just wanted to kind of give uh, some initial thoughts. Uh, recommend a couple matches, but I still have a lot more to watch. Uh, I want to watch all the comments so I can get just as invested into a lot of the storytelling that's going on around the matches because I've only been able to just catch some of the shows. So, uh, but uh, this G1 so far has just feel like the biggest G1 in a while. You can tell it has that, uh, you know, that feeling of 2019 when there was almost 100,000 people watching the G1. And uh, so, you know, New Japan really loves to showcase the best that they have to offer and some of the greatest wrestling that they have to offer. With, and, you know, with 28 men in this tournament, all wrestling up to six matches, uh, you know, the schedule is a little bit more spaced out than usual instead of like every day. So it's, it's, it's harder to kind of get lost. You can, eat, you, can eat, you can catch up easier, in my opinion, with the way the schedule is done now. Uh, now it's also a chance of a playoff match this year. If a tiebreaker, a tiebreaker, tiebreaker exists, uh, if it's needed, they can have a playoff match. So that's awesome. Uh, and you know, just from the first few nights, three or three nights that I watched, the G one, uh, like always, is just very, very fun to watch. And uh, I'm just, you just kind of, in my opinion, for me, I don't really look at it the same way I look at AEW or WWE or something. Uh, because sometimes I tend to look at those with a more critical eye than maybe that they even deserve. But when it comes to New Japan, I can just sit back, relax, throw throw the notepad down or, you know, my phone, whatever it is down, and just watch and just have fun. And uh, I think that's, you know, the G1 can kind of reinvigorate. Like last week, you know, I was, you know, talking about how it is now I'm back that fast because of just how reinvigorated, in my opinion, that New Japan or the G1 in particular can uh, make me, in my opinion. But anyway, I do, uh, you know, recommend that everyone check it out. Check out what you can, because like I said, it's really tough to keep up with. Uh, and if you don't know what's going on, is there are methods online, and, you know, you can use Kevin Kelly and the others to try to keep up, because they do a good job on English commentary of uh, catching everyone up to what's been going on in the tournament, how the point systems work, and all of that good stuff. Uh, but, you know, I really recommend that you, uh, everyone check it out. It's a historic year with the uh, four-block system that they have going. And uh, with matches like Kenta and Zach, once again, they just they've killed it like four or five years in a row. Like, uh, they can fight for it anytime, anywhere. Naito and Goto was awesome to watch. Tai Chi and Ishii was fun. Okada and Jeff Cobb was fun. Osprey and, you know, uh, El Fantasmo was fun. So, I can just keep going forever. The G1 is just all about top-notch quality stuff. 
that you can enjoy. And this year, since they have the blocks kind of sectioned off the way they do, you kind of get different things. You can go from watching, like I just mentioned, Osprey and El Fantasma, who are more athletic and flashier, to watching uh, Jonah and Yano <laughs> and watch Yano, you know, outsmart, you know, a big guy like Jonah or watch – uh, Lance Archer and Bad Luck Fale, two big guys go at it. So when you have those many different styles, it, it, it really adds to the greatness and to, to the competitiveness of the G1 Climax. So uh, that's it, man. I didn't really have much else to say on it. I probably can go a little bit more in-depth as the tournament goes on I'm probably or maybe focus on the bigger matches as they continue to grow in uh, hype and, uh, you know, drama because they get more dramatic as the tournament goes but other than that man that's it you know under 30 minutes beat that i know i'm gonna try to i'm gonna try to keep the trend going keep it brief i guess so that we don't um spend too long it'll be weird if i stayed here for 30 minutes so we got marbles um your stop for all types of entertainment news and my thoughts on things so first up weaver's got an update it's now more like a social media site. Um, you can go click on the artist profiles, the individual artists, as well as the group artists. I now receive the notifications for when people do things like comment on posts, and I'm sick of it. At first, I was like, man, why don't I ever get these notifications? But now I'm just completely tired of it um, because they come at such odd hours. Like, I wake up at 4 in the morning, but at like 3.53, there's, a, there's always a notification waiting on me. And... Yeah, it it's, it comes in handy, but still we'll see. So now you can go live on V on Weverse. They're basically trying to phase out V Live. We'll see how that goes with the translation system. Um, I have not reviewed the latest live because Junie usually talks between English and Korean, so I can pretty much understand what he's saying with my limited knowledge of Korean. But we'll see if the translations are accurate. Next up. <laughs> It was announced that BTS's vocal line is going to be collaborating with Snoop Dogg and Benny Blanco on the song coming out August 5th. So we'll talk about that in about two weeks. Um, we watched episode one. Not hype, by the way. Not hype. Well, it's Benny Blanco. I, I don't have yet to like a Benny Blanco song. I don't know if I like a Benny Blanco song. Yep, me either, though. Um, yep, no hype. That's all I want to say. Go ahead. But I have faith in my vocal line. We'll see. I don't have as much as you do. We'll see. I know you because, don't. Because of a, I'm just saying, because if a certain type of production comes into it, I might. Well, they made Steve Aoki good for me. So for you, okay. I was about to say because I don't like his version. <laughs> no, no, not mic drop. They what? have the truth untold. Is the Steve? Oh, Aoki. you talking about that song? Yeah, okay, yeah, yeah. All right. Okay. Ballad. Okay, go ahead. Um, we watched episode one of In the Soup Friendication with the Wooga Squad, V's little buddies. Um, all it it was a pain in the ass because it's only streaming in Disney Plus Asia. So I had to get a VPN. I had to go and change my location That's on how Amazon. Much of a, that's how much of a stand she is, guys. No, I thought about it. I was like, Do I really want to do this? Do I really want to do this? It was like, Ugh. if the show's not worth it, then I understand. But it's it was cute. worth it. What you think? Go ahead. It's Be cute. honest now. It's cute to see him interact with other people because V has a role in Bontan and in this group of friends, he's the baby. He's and it's, it's weird to see V as the baby. They literally talk about him like 
they're his father. Yes. <laughs> not like little brother. No. And they're they're not that much. And they're older not that much older than him. Like really. six, seven years. Right. But I guess that's like an eternity, uh, you know. They've all been to the military. But we, we talked about this, this, you know, over there, you know, one year you're elder, you're supposed to Yeah. You know, be respectful. We don't view like it's people we they say respect we say over Americans like respect your elders. Like they 65 mean it, plus. They mean it like literally like if he's one year older than you or a couple months older than you, respect. you should respect that, that yes. person. So yeah. Um but it's the crazy. jury the jury's really still out. I'll give it till episode two and I'll let you know if I think it's worth it. All of the squad wasn't necessarily there um in the first episode because of some schedule stuff. So I think we're still missing one of the the members of it's the two people who didn't show. No, right? one of them showed at the okay, end of the episode. So okay. we didn't really get to interact with him either, but we'll see. And I'm coming in from a perspective that I don't know any of them. I've heard about these friends, but I don't care. You know, they're 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 important in their own right, but Yeah, they're all rich. It's different from from um Jimin's friends because I know Tammy and I know Kai now. I don't know Sunghoon, but I know I know the majority of them. You do know of what? Not that's not the guy who's acting in the show. No, 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 no. That's Jihoon. Okay. I, I don't. I don't. Was a hoon. I just knew it was a hoon. <laughs> okay, go ahead. <laughs> that's not the same guy, but uh, yeah. So we'll see. I'll, I'll update you on episode two, and if it was worth it. We watched episodes one and two of Dear X Who Doesn't Love Me, Doyo's uh, drama. And it drama it is. Oh girl, finally you know got her come up and she got the magic notebook. Wrote this beautiful song. She could have just wrote this song on regular paper, but she didn't. I'm really upset that she couldn't find that inspiration nah, any man. other time. She unredeemable. Man, that's all I gotta say. Man. You say it's rape. She raped I that say man. it's plot. She raped that man. It's plot. That is rape. And he cheated on her. I think it's fair then. I think it's fair. Yeah, no, in that's the context fair. of this story, that she deserved. Nah, it's just hard for me. All I'm saying is it's hard for me to ignore how she was just gonna let this man be brainwashed and be she weak did. with her. She did. Say like that. I deserve this. Screw it. I'll I don't be care. Selfish just this one. Yeah, I'll be selfish. Uh huh. Yeah, that's what you get. I'm glad. Yeah. Anyway. Again, like I said, I, I'm supposed to root for her. <laughs> yeah, good luck with that. Anyway. Oh Lord. Okay. Um, you're rooting for her. You cool with that? You fine? No. You would have. You you I'm, gonna take I'm advantage rooting, of a brother? I'm rooting when for you know Doyo. I'm rooting for Doyo. You're gonna take advantage of a man? You because know you don't Doyo want obviously loves her. And okay, you want to bring that element up? We ain't worried Doyo about that. Doyo loves her. He's shot. always been there for her. He has a shot. Anyway, he has she a think, shot. She think the other girl want him. One or the other girl but, goes with him one, and he's too much of a stone face just never say exactly what he mean type of dude to where he's gonna put this off for like 10 episodes then yeah. then he gonna confess but that's it's the just, point uh, she he gonna see her go through all of that yeah. i really just that's the most predictable act. part that's why i want to keep focusing on how unredeemable of a mc she is okay keep going uh I'm thank done. you thank you thank you nam june for recommending extraordinary attorney woo young woo Too damn I love her hours minutes Leave that man alone. Two damn, what did he say? He said, two, he said two damn minutes. Yeah, two damn minutes. He's, he's, okay, so context. On the live, he spoke about how he spent two hours with the tattoo artist trying to find the perfect place to put the tattoo of the number seven. And then only for it to take two, two damn, damn minutes, minutes 
to actually get the tattoo because it's a seven. It's two lines. This is worth where what he said. It's like one ouch o, oh, and then two ouch o, oh, and then you're done. It was like that's it. So it took him two hours to figure out where to put a two minute tattoo. But yes, attorney Wu Young Wu, love it. I'm going to go watch. No, I'm not. I'm trying to wait for the episodes to build up because I know it's going to end. But it's a great story. It's on Netflix if you haven't seen it. Go see it. I have nothing to say about this. It's just it's just wrong. Oh, girl. All I say, this is, my, this is the way I describe this show. Uncomfortable. All right, there we go. That's not true. That's not true. <laughs> what? Every time I look up, she's uncomfortable. <laughs> she's, she's autistic, so she can't express her face well. So she made Don't look try to make it seem like I'm being sensitive. That I'm, I'm not, I don't mean it that way. I'm just saying. I'm saying every time, whether she gets, sometimes she's getting done wrong. Uncomfortable. Sometimes she oh, things seem to like, be positive. What, Still uncomfortable. What <laughs> That's show, what I'm saying. I'm like, what show was it that we were watching? And it seemed like every time you looked up, somebody was like sad. Or it was like that some was the other scene. show. That was the show with it was, Jay. It was right? Jay's or show. Was the, oh, yeah, the, yeah. No, no. Guy. It was Jay's show. It was two shows, actually. What show? Because the other guy, the guy we were just talking about, Hoon, Ji Hoon. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Ji Hoon. <laughs> yeah, his friend was all, every time you look up. That It was that show. His friend looked like he was contempl- contemplating things. Yeah, uh, that was uh, that was hilarious. Next up, NCT's Il Kun and Yang Yang have a song. It's called Rainy Day. I said song <clears throat> review, but I don't have a review I listened to it like one time. What's up? Go no, I got some breaking news. But do keep it. Going. Go ahead. Go ahead. Oh, that's it. No, oh, no, you no, no. Go ahead and wrap up because this has nothing to do with you guys. Do go ahead. Okay, so <laughs> just got that alert during the show. We're we're gonna circle back. Last week we were supposed to go in depth with a discussion of the Jack in the Box album, but I'm gonna give the abridged version. Last time I said I think my favorite song would be Arson because you know Arson. I still feel as though my favorite song is Arson, but Safety Zone is coming up there. It's coming up. Song Not I me. Dislo- my favorite song, What If. It's What If. Cool. Uh, the song that I probably won't. And more. I probably won't like is Future, but the rest of them I can tolerate. Music Box Reflection is not really a real song. It's just an instrumental. It transitions between the Hobie that you should know and kind of backstory Hobie to this dark Hobie that's like very depressing sometimes, and he's got he's got you know some issues. Overall, great album. It's only one song I don't come back to. So that's the way I just, I think that's the quickest, way, the easiest way to put it. Yes. Really. It's like really one song. And that song might not be that bad. I just don't necessarily think it's for me. So like, other than the two, like you said, kind of skit, like other like the intro and the little uh, other like thing that Transition, separated the interlude, album. Interlude, yeah. interlude. Yeah, the interlude that separated the album. Other than that, I have everything else on my uh you know, saved to my phone, and I like them for different reasons. I haven't returned to Pandora's box as much as I probably I would like to, so oh. I'm definitely gonna have to go back to it. But uh, right now, I'm I'm really liking what if. But I don't know. Stop is good. Stop sounded really good to me the first day. You Stop know what I mean? Is good, the first yeah. day or two, I really like Stop, and then Safe Zone, I, I'm liking too. So again, that's what I'm saying. I think we did a good job by uh, giving it some time because I think it's another album that. As time go on, it can be just as good. Yeah, it can find a nice spot the same way his mixtape did. But yeah, we'll he see. had a he had a lot to say lyrically, and I don't want to break that down. Just go to Genius; it'll tell you all about it. He yeah. he had something that he wanted to express. He's contemplating himself. He's contemplating all society. types of deep, uh, yeah, all types of thought processes. It's just like he was being honest. I think I think that's one thing I'll say. Whether we we may Definitely. not sure may not be exactly sure who J Hope is all the time, but I think this was probably him. 
at his most like just honest, honest, and you know he was just searching. Like he was searching for a sound. He was searching for answers to a lot of his questions. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So it, it all kind of played some some questions he didn't together, find answers to. Opinion. But yeah, that that was that review. Last last like legit last thing. Um, and I got this done in ten minutes. So whoop de doo. Last thing I bought the Sims Four Werewolves. 12. Um, I killed my brother on The Sims 4 Werewolves today, and I don't regret it. Why are you bringing this up? Because. This is just, like, this was sad. Just drowned uh, this boy for I drowned him. It took, like, six hours. He starved, and he ran out of energy, and he died. And my Sim was sad for, like, a day and a half, but he was a little good at two shoes. He was born a werewolf, had the active trait, and I was born a vampire, and I had to go unvampire myself and then go swim around in the lake in order to be something. So jealousy. he had to die. As you can hear right there, it's just jealousy. Yeah. Just That's exactly what it can't was. Can't trust as far as you can throw. And then high school days came out, haven't bought it, gonna buy it, gonna play it. I'll update you later. All right. That's the marbles. Breaking news. All right. So hit I just gonna leave you with the headline because I got nothing really to say about it other than Watch SummerSlam, guys. <laughs> no, just playing. But anyway, I don't know. Uh, they say Brock Lesnar stormed out of SmackDown in Boston. He left amid the, the news of Vince retiring. He was not not happy. So they say. This is just what I just got sent to my phone. So You can't storm out. Uh, I don't know who's reporting it. I don't know how true it is. But I will leave you guys with that information that we had. <laughs> Good luck with the main event, guys, at SummerSlam. Yeah, next weekend, I think. <laughs> yeah, next Saturday. Oh, uh, yeah. Uh, anyway, by the way, hopefully I'll be able to predict something, but I'm not gonna guarantee anything. I haven't really. I'm gonna be honest with you. I'm. It's a week out. I haven't been watching. I could care less. Still gonna watch SummerSlam though, so I'm gonna have to do something to catch up, see what's going on. But uh, well, you know, I can hit you with some predictions. But anyway, thank you for watching. It's a nice little. Uh, I think this is very concise, very planned. See what happens when you come to the show with with an idea and you know what you what you're doing. We're not just rambling. A lot less editing for me. Anyway, au revoir, adios. Annyeong. Thank you. God bless. Peace.